Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the On The Box Podcast, the TV show podcast on the Anfield Index channel. And I'm your host, yes, I am churning these podcasts out like no man's business. I am your host, Gags Tandon. And today, I'm joined by a familiar voice, a voice that sings along with me, or I sing along with him, uh, a plenty every two weeks on the popular Desi podcast. It's my co-host from Desi, Harindapaji. How are you doing? Hello. You might as well be my co-host on, on the box as well now. You're two, 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 two out of four. You're on 50%. It, it, it would be a pleasure, the amount of television me and you seem to get through. I'm sure. More than, more than I'm, enough I'm for many sure people. I'm sure we're going to be doing uh, quite a few together. I'm sure Friends will be one. And I'm sure, um, uh, what is it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when we get to it, will be one. But yeah, later in the year. Let me catch up with Brooklyn into season one. Season three is done. We'll do that. But what are we talking about? We are talking about today. It's not a show focused on a particular show that will happen next week and i'll go into that later but this week we're going to be talking catching up really a little bit about what we've been watching yes we did this uh, a couple of months back but now things have moved on we can talk comics as well we're gonna talk comics too so basically what are we going to be doing we're going to be talking about um what people are watching out there people that have responded on uh, twitter what we're watching what we're looking forward to what people are looking forward to that's coming up in 2017 uh, and then brand i mean that's returning shows but then new shows brand new shows as well that are coming in 2017 a big big year for tv for streaming Baji, it looks like it's a jam-packed year for television doesn't it it does indeed it looks like netflix may well take over the world finally if it hasn't done so, I think it, I think it already has. Watching. I think it already has. Uh, it's definitely, well, look, we already, I mean, in the previous pod, I know that in other um, On The Box podcasts, we've already spoken about how Netflix has changed the game quite dramatically in regards to how people watch programs now in respect to either the bulk and the binge or the addiction to be drip-fed slowly about certain programs and um, I suppose the pros and cons of it both. But Netflix knows what it's doing. Uh, I think whichever way you cut the muster on it and the fact that they actually now seriously invest in their own programming is something for the big networks to be fearful of because while they're sleeping, Netflix has come along, had its lunch and taken theirs at the same time. Oh, yeah, of course, man. I mean, like uh, just a little bit about Netflix. Like I said before, imagine 15 million people watched, you know, something like Stranger Things, you know, 15 million views and that's just what they're saying so far how many people downloaded it in different ways and 
Game of Thrones on HBO gets 10 to 11 to 12 million watches, you know, on HBO. Obviously, worldwide, it's going to be different because there's loads, but, but just imagine that a streaming service is just smashing it. You know, that's, that's where it's going. That's the future now. Television is slowly going to die. I mean, that's what I think. Uh, cable television. I think it's all going to become streaming or TV uh, channels will actually start becoming streaming and having things available like Netflix because it just seems the right model, Baji. It does indeed. Um, I think you're still going to have core networks, though. I, I think no one will ever be able to get away from that core scheduled programming way of life to some degree because for some it suits them. But I think for dramas, serialization type programs, that will definitely become subscription based on online more than anything else. It has to. Because the, just, just the control. Uh, that's the thing, you know, but old school, what do you have to do? You have to program your video. <laughs> yeah. you know, the, day, the day, the days before Sky Plus, you have to oh, program God. your video. And you could only really record one thing unless you were seriously flamboyant and you had two video recorders and two TVs. You know, it was just one thing you could really record. So you had to kind of think about what you were going to do. Um, and before the way tuners came in videos, you could record what you were watching and nothing else. And that was seriously painful. Well, Sky Plus came along. That was game changing in itself. Then Sky Multiroom and then the ability to record more than just one thing, you know, with the way the LNBs and satellites changed. So all these little things have incrementally changed the way that we think about what we watch and the whole box set and download phenomenon kicked in along the times of when people just wanted to binge through something or bulk watch something because they wanted to be able to be part of a conversation piece that was happening at work or was happening at school or happening at university so you could you know have something to talk about with your friends in regards to what people's viewing habits were and and not be left behind almost you know there was i think there's a large degree of not being left behind when it came to the, the seismic shift in how we watch programs there's been a huge huge shift in how we watch tv it's um i mean it's changed for me i mean obviously if you think about it uh, back in the day what did we used to do we used to i mean i did try to download stuff you know and watch it because i couldn't wait i couldn't wait for for watching it on um you know on on tv or get, get into england it's just take ages didn't it so Indeed. so 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 now basically i went to twitter and i said to uh, the lovely followers of On The Box Podcast. And it's only a small amount, but if you could follow the at On The Box Podcast Twitter account, which I haven't plugged stupidly on this show, as in, what kind of a host am I, Padgy? What kind of a host? It's at On The Box Podcast, if you could follow that, because I'm going to be tweeting a lot more off it and having some fun off that one and asking people what they're watching and talking about shows that I'm watching. Uh, I'll be retweeting off my Gags account because I get so much, so much of a response off there. I'd rather that go onto that account. But anyway, I did go and ask what are people watching, and I got a few tweets back, so I'll, I'll have a little section here where I go through some tweets, and at Jean underscore Rio underscore Gons watching Lucifer, he's heavily recommending it, I think I might have to go back and watch that, I did watch the first episode, and, uh, and I did think it was good, so I'll need to go back back to that, Jordan Luke, at The Silver Lining, uh, City fan, follows me, yeah, interesting, uh, The Walking Dead, he's enjoying that, he's probably looking forward to it coming back this year, uh, Mr. Robot, How to Get Away with Murder, and Black Mirror, I've had a few people actually uh, recommend How to Get Away with Murder and Black Mirror. I might need to check them out. My, uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Robot, I can't get into. I hate narrated shows. Does my fucking nutting. But I hear it's amazing if you like that type of stuff. It leaves you confused. That's what I'll say about Mr. Robot. First season, cracking. Second season, when you get to the end of it, you're like, okay then. Okay then. <laughs> right. um, what the heck is all this about then? Like you know, it just it just plays with your head, and you, it's not playing with your head in a good way. You just look, get to the end, and like, oh, all right, yeah, okay. Well, I'm whatever. sure we discussed that last time, though. Yeah, there's a couple, couple more, couple more, couple more budget. Daniel Ga- uh, Gavin uh, at Dan Gavin eighty four. He's looking forward to House of Cards coming back. So am I. We'll talk about that later. Um, I think Hefty Horse at Hefty Horse. He might be making his debut next week on the on the Box Podcast. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is one that he's uh, looking forward to returning. And he's looking forward to Legion. Again, we'll talk about that later as well. Uh, quite a few there, really. That um, Lots of people, obviously, there's, the last one that I'm going to read out for now is uh, from, who was it? Red Van... Um, Red Van 1892. And she says, The Flash... 
Arrow and Supergirl. And that leads us really nicely, Paji, into the little DC. Thank you very much, Van, uh, for that. Because it segues us beautifully into what we're really looking forward to coming or what we're watching right now because these shows are the ones that are on mid-season breaks aren't they so we, we might as well kick off with dc um not really a massive fan of dc's work on the big you know on the big screen um in the movies but i am a big fan of what they're doing on tv it's fun it's easy to watch uh, some of the stuff you can watch with your kids, you know, like The Flash and Supergirl, not too bad, you know. It's, it's getting a bit confusing with the relationships because my little one, she's like, um, you know, Curtis and his boyfriend, she's like, wait up, isn't he a boy? And wait up, they're both boys. So she's only little, so we had to fast forward bits bit because she was really getting confused, Barty. What's going Bless on? Bless her. It was so funny. But we Who? Yeah, what? Like, Why? How? Yeah. But isn't he a boy, Dad? It's like Gia was just laughing her head off. So we just had to forward it a little bit just to like stop her getting confused. But yeah, those things are confusing the kids. But apart from that, they're really easy to watch, aren't they? And um, Indeed. They, they are the, that perfect 45-minute escape. Yeah, it's not too short. It's not too long. You get into it and the storyline is enough to hook you into watching another one and another one and another one and another one. Um, I think we discussed this before as well with Arrow. Like, uh, it has got better. I know you think the early ones were great storylines and the middle bit wasn't so great and now they're getting better again. I was kind of the opposite. I thought the first two seasons I could have done without. And then it got more interesting after three, four and five for me. No, I, I've, it was better. The, 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 obviously, let's talk Arrow first because it's the oldest one out of them. So we'll spend a couple of minutes on this. The cliffhanger, obviously. And by the way, people, this is this show is full of spoilers today. We are not going to try and stop from spoiling. If you haven't watched these shows, it's your own fault. You Why are you listening to a TV podcast? If you haven't watched the last episode of Arrow, don't worry. I'll tell you what. Go and watch Dallas. It'll be exactly the same. <laughs> I was dreaming and shit and everybody's alive. Just thinking of the shower scene with Bobby Ewan. <laughs> Shut up. Right. So basically, yeah, hey, Pam. The, the ending... Um, yeah, Laurel's back. But is she? Because I've seen the teaser. I've seen the teaser for the next, and they've given it away already, which is terrible of them to do that, the CW. They've actually, I've not. Yeah, I've seen it. So I do you want me to tell you? No. <laughs> no but I'll, I'll tell you something like that, because you know what? That whole eight, se- that you know, one series into the next, Yeah. Um, the four-episode kind of loving, where they all go and meet each other. Yeah. And they start off in the flash, and they go into... Oh, God. what was the order again? Was it Flash? No, then... Supergirl. Supergirl, Supergirl Flash. Flash, Arrow, Le- Arrow uh, Legends. Le- Legends. Hmm. Yeah, it all kind of got a bit confusing in the mix. And, and to be fair, really? it got built up. So it got built up really, really well mm. to be. Yeah, frankly, you know, I felt we could have been a bit better in the cast. Bardi, I thought it was bloody awesome. Honestly, oh, no. I thought oh, it was, I was a bit. Oh, I just think the whole thing about the alien dominators thing was. A I bit, thought it was done fantastically, a bit tired. but it was. But that's actually based on a comic book. It's actually real. It's actually a real comic book. That they. That's a storyline that DC have done. So they just recreated it on TV or tried to to the best of their ability. Now, whether I never read it, so I don't know whether it's whether they did a good job. But watching it was magnificent. I absolutely loved seeing all of them I together. Don't I don't. I, it was I like admit, a small first, Avengers, first, like on TV. Ah, oh, I just knew you were going to say that, right? It was <laughs> Supergirl, Flash, got it. Arrow, yep, okay, great. But when it got to the Legends part and the ending, I was just like, uh, okay, yeah, maybe it was the weakest one out of the lot. I won't. Yeah. Give, I'll give you that, but you know, it, 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 it's it's. Uh, it still was very, very good, Baji. I thought it was done so well. The, the you know, it was just, it was just nice to see all of them together. That's what I, I took from it when I was watching it. And the girls were jumping up and down, and obviously the relationships. There's loads of, loads of disagreements between them. How they came together, it mended relationships for some as well. It was good. It, it served a purpose in the shows. Like moving forward, it definitely served a purpose. I don't disagree with it serving a purpose and the, I suppose the camaraderie between them uh, coming through. Guaranteed. I agree with that. I just think the whole Dominator alien thingy was a bit weak for me. Sorry. Yeah, it was actually... Sorry, it people. Was, it, was actually a, it was actually in the comics, that. So I, I didn't actually mind it because they stuck to what was 
done before, you know. So um, that's not a problem. If it was just something that they made up, and yeah, I understand. I understand how you could find it weak and stuff, but yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. Yeah. But and yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah, but they're I mean, coming back. But what, but what did you actually think of the seasons then? I mean, how Flash ended. What did you think of that? Obviously, the Flash was the most favourite for me. Yeah, I think, it, the it is that. Of all it, of them. Yeah, so he finds out that Supergirl kind of just ended abruptly, like with no real ending. Yeah, it just yeah. It was like just oh right, we're going to press pause here, guys. We'll see you in a few weeks, a few months' time. Yeah, and but forget that one. The, forget Supergirls. Yeah, Supergirls probably. I think it's still better than Legends. The girls love it. Enjoy it. It's well, good. Yeah. I, I like Supergirl. It's, it's good for, as I said, 45 minutes of not worrying about what you're watching. Seems yeah. fly by. Um, it's perfect it's, for it's that. No, but out um, of all of them. These aren't I like think... state-of-the-art shows, by the way. These are just No, no, but, fun, but Flash, you know? without saying too bad, Flash kind of, it's not state-of-the-art, but it has the best storylines. Yeah, it does. It does. And yeah. it's and, more... And it ended so brilliantly. But so anyone punch, who's not seen it... Yeah, don't you, you? You know, with Barry, you're, you're with Barry throughout everything, aren't you? Like, you are on yep. his side. All the time, whatever he's doing, if he has a, a good something good happens, you punch the air. Something bad happens, you're gutted. Like you know, now the the, the big cliffhanger is he knows she's going to die at some point. You know, that's what he's now worried about. That's his big worry, and how he fixes that or what he does to to stop it. But uh, but then he he's moving in with her, which is another which they finished it on a nice nice romantic uh, you know note between the two of them, which. At some at one point, you think would not happen really throughout the show, but I thought it was good. What did you think? I'm just scared. Yeah, of Genu- her dying. Yeah, <laughs> scared that she's gonna die. Oh, Fachi. Because you like, you know what? He's got to, he's got to go through so much. Loses his parents. Goes back in time to make him to to have him alive again. That screws up something else big time, which is pretty much most of season th- what season three is about and now it's like right great he's kind of tried to go and fix everything as much as he can mm. try and put the past wrongs right and the rights that he put right which turned out to right. be wrong yeah. right again mm-hmm. sorry if that's a bit confusing and got you and at the end of it all yeah so soz about you mate yeah she's gonna die <laughs> exactly great the, the love of his life you know the one thing that he's hanging on to that he's been trying to get since season one but no one knows get, when it's only like quite know, far in the future though isn't it uh, well, that's the thing. When no one knows, it, so indeed, so that's when. The, that's that's the thing. Is it? Gonna yeah, be then, but on the flip side, you look at that, and then you look at Arrow, and as I said, it's like the Dallas Bobby Ewing shower scene, right? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm alive. Well, never no, died. no, no. The, the oh, yeah, big, the, that, that was a big moment, but obviously, you know, Felicity's boyfriend dying was horrific. You know, that was quite like whoa. You know, you got, you got, I don't, you got, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, I don't find that. You got, that you got done, you got done. You know, they all got done big time. I know he's, he wasn't built up on nothing, but on the, on the point where you think about it and you go, whoa. You know? I think more woe for me in that was the fact that they had the chance to have their parents back in this, in, in this pseudo reality created by the Dominators. You know, he could have been, he could have had his mum and dad back. Yeah. And, and he gave it up. Well, he had to. So yeah, to, to break free, but yeah, and the ending obviously is Laurel coming back. Um, I, 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 I won't, I won't be a bastard. And if you haven't seen the, the ad and spoil it, but yeah, it's going to be a really hot start to the next season of Arrow. Uh, not say sorry, half season. Ooh. It's going to be a really hot start. So it's going to be interesting. And I think we'll enjoy that. So talking of comebacks. Yeah. What else is coming back? Oh God, there's, there's loads, the man. The big one. I know which one we're going to We've got to cover this on a pod, haven't we, really, before it comes back. Billions. Suits. Oh, Suits shit. comes back first. And Billions. <laughs> yeah, damn right. The two of the most gripping shows of last year, the 2016, are back. So Suits. Suits is a favourite, isn't it, of everybody's? And I thought they ended it... Um, they ended it with it was quite sad. It was it was good and sad actually because obviously the big court case she wins, and uh, something that you know it, it it was massive because they were they were all fighting. Well, both of them were fighting, weren't they? To to Indeed. win that to win that, and it just it was just such a nice win for her. And then she decides that she's leaving, which was quite sad because Mike's just come out, you know. Mike's just come out and you're thinking something's going to happen. Well, how are they going to work together? What they're doing? Mike's there in the courtroom with them. Gives them an idea. They go with it. Kind of leads to, you know, this guy getting free as well. It just, 
it was just all really, really good last episode, I thought. There was a bit of a bumpy ride in the middle at the start of it, where I wasn't really wasn't really enjoying it. It wasn't suits well, but I think the next half of this season is going to be great with, with you know, them back together again. I know, but... Harvey and Mike, I, you know. Them, them the, sharing the, the, There is a piece of me is the wondering, key. like, you know, how's it going to be without Jessica? She's oh, massive in the program. Oh, yeah, of course as a, she is. As a role model for of course people she is, as well. If you thought, if you say, though, take out Lewis, Jessica, Harvey or Mike, you'd go with Jessica? Um, yeah, man, you can't lose Lewis, you can't lose Lit, you can't lose Mike and you can't lose Harvey. Listen, I ain't got a mud game to worry about. Yeah, but still, Lit so brings a lot, man. Lit brings someone to laugh at and, you know, sometimes no, you bring something grays. you don't. He's but, got shades of grey, Bargy. Jessica had balls of steel. I know, but she was. It wasn't that. It was that lit brings shades of grey. He will be your villain at times, but he will be your hero at times as well. But he can bring mm, both. Same sides. could be said for Jessica. Oh no, I don't think she's ever a villain. Villain. I think she just stands by her firm. That that was what she was. She was always doing what was right for the firm. Always hundred percent. Never never faltered from that. So she's quite professional. Mm. But I thought I, th- I think with lit lit you get more. With it. But anyway, it's not that. It's she's still going to be missed. She's still going to be missed. But I just, they've put it at a really interesting point. Where do they go? There's no one there pretty much now, is there? Indeed. It's just a shell, right? It's a shell, it's man. Almost, so. It's almost like they've, it's a brand new season one almost. Spectre yeah, It's like, a, it's just a completely new framework that they're going to be in. Yeah. So I think it'll be called Spectre Lit now, won't it? Because she's gone. Or Lit Spectre. No, it won't sure be. No, 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 no chance. <laughs> no, so yeah, Padre, I'm really, I, good shout. I'm really looking forward to, to Suits coming back this, um, in January as well. Obviously, there's, there's Walking Dead. Uh, I don't think you watch that, do you? That's coming back. I need, no. to, I need to catch up with Walking Dead. That's coming back. There's, um, there's plenty, there's loads coming back as in that are halfway. But let's move on to then what we're looking forward to coming back for like second seasons in this, this year. Like we've already just mentioned, billions has to be billions because it it ended so spectacularly. Amazing, you know. You have so much going on. You left thinking, "Wow, okay, this this is now going to get really, really intriguing." And you're like, "Going, don't end it there! Don't, don't end it there!" You know, they've had us waiting seven, eight months now. In respect to this, so I'm expecting it to be absolutely fantastic. It's I really gonna be, am. It's going to be great. The 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 main the main cast for that. When I watched it first time round, I was just budgy, absolutely hooked to it. You know, just they, they were just, they were great. I just sit there and think, you know what, the, Damien Lewis, Bobby Axelrod, who was obviously <laughs> yeah. played by Damien Lewis here, yeah. he is great at this. And I've worked for a hedge fund. So I work for a hedge fund. I, work, I know that industry. I know how sharky sharky it can be and how murky it can be at times as well. And then from the legal element in regards to Chuck and Paul, played by Paul Giamatti, he's, the fact that his awesome. wife works for his Maggie. arch enemy, mm. you know, that uneasiness is associated. And the way that that uneasiness manifests itself throughout the episodes in that season and the, the crescendo that is left out as well and where it turns him and where it changes him, it, I think it's pivotal to the next season. It's great. Because think about, think about your own relationships with your wife or your um, um, husband. And if they were working or they were associated with somebody you truly despised and hated, like there wasn't a part of, of your fabric. Of course there's no Yeah. You, there's not a part of your fabric that respects them no. in any which way, shape or form. No way. You know what? It's turmoil. That's oh, great yeah. TV. Oh, it's great TV. It's but great not, TV. Not only that, the other stuff, like all of the negotiating and all of the, the twists and turns, you know, how clever they were with banking on things going down and up, you know, it just was such a clever show as well. Really done, really well done. I mean, the main, the main characters, Paul Giamatti, Damien Lewis, Maggie Siff are fantastic in it. Maggie Siff is just brilliant, I think. She's so just, good in this. That fight to be alpha male, though. Yeah, that, that, that's and the main a, thing. It's a power of wit. It is. It is. They are always at it. And it's just brilliant how much, how badly, you know, Paul Giamatti, Chuck, just wants him. You know, how badly yep. he wants him to go down in this. It's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's that's definitely one of the ones that um, people are looking forward to. Baji, what else are you looking forward to in 17 coming back? 
Um, for me, a small comedy called The Good Place, which has Ted okay. Danson in it as well. And oh, wow. I, I, I've always loved it. It's, it's, it's quirky 30 minutes, and I don't have to really think about it. life too hard when I watch it. And it's about somebody who's died and gone to heaven. But she's, it's like a mistake. She was. She never. She never. The lady who's in it never deserved to actually go into heaven whatsoever. And the kind of chaos that she creates, which is brilliant, and then her trying to redeem her chaos is even better. So I'm looking forward to that coming back. Okay. There's there's House of Cards for me. That's the big one. That's the big one I'm really looking forward to. I want House. I mean, uh, Kevin Spacey is such a bastard in it. He's, a, he's he's so brilliant as the president, you know. And then his wife, I forget who's who's playing her, but um she is magnificent too. And the way they play off each other and the way their relationship has de- deteriorated and now she's kind of like second in command and stuff with him and it looks like they're going to wreak havoc on the states. You know, like the last line of the show of last last season was, you know, we make terror you know, it was like, holy Ooh, okay. shit. You know, so, I mean, this this show, when you watch it, you just watch all of it. It's just so good. I love it. If you don't watch House of Cards, or you haven't seen it, just go and watch it. Because it's done very differently as well, the way they've shot it. The first season, it was very innovative. You know, like like when someone's sending a text, the text message, the phone appears on the left-hand side of the screen. Stuff like that. You know, just really interactive. And the way Kevin Space speaks to you as well speaks to the viewer on screen. He's talking to you. It just it's just such a different show. Like you've got to just watch it for him. If you're a fan of Kevin Spacey, and I know many of you are out there, he's he's he's, he's such a talented actor. You will love House of Cards. And the fact that it's all presidential and all that political stuff going on, believe me it's not boring. There's shitloads going on, you know? There's shitloads and it's Really, really good. It's the it's the one show that actually in 2013 built Netflix. It kicked it off. It really did. And um, the you know the, the only bad thing is that the showrunner I can't I can't, re- I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to ruin it. He's he's leaving for this season. So the guy who's been there from the start. But I don't think Netflix Netflix would re- renew anything if they didn't have a good sp- you know script coming up or a new another showrunner coming up that's going to run it. But yeah, so that is one of my favourites that I'm really looking forward to coming back. Obviously, Stranger Things, I think at some point this year, Baji, is coming back. It is? It is. I think so. I Ooh. Think, I wow, think, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think Stranger Things is for... Is it? I'll just quickly Google that, shall I? <laughs> I think it is 2017, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I 20, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, 2017. Apparently... Um, Apparently making a murderer. Have you seen that, Baji? Yes. Apparently that's back in 2017 as well. So that those two are like huge, huge shows that I think we would just go mental on when we watching them too. <laughs> Wait, waiting for them. I, I mean, what, what else have you? Is there anything else that you're looking forward to in 17, or is it just the new ones now? Uh, it's just the new ones for me. Go on then. Let's now, go through some of these in regards to what's coming up. Mm. So. Where should we begin? Right. Let's begin with something you're looking forward to the most before we go into some of the ones that there's a big list of. So <laughs> okay. what, what are you really looking forward to? I like my comedies. Go on then. So I, I, said, I like my comedies. And so I suppose it kind of hooks nicely into the stuff that's coming up later in the year. Powerless. So Powerless is a new comedy that's going to start on NBC. And it kind of links into the DC world. And effectively, it's about an insurance company which works in well, the office of an insurance company. But the things that they kind of deal with are the aftermaths of the things like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. All those folks seem to go and trash and break. So it's claims in relation to them, which I think will be rather interesting. <laughs> I don't ask, don't ask me why I find that interesting, but um, I'm just intrigued as to the kind of stuff they could come up with. Yeah, that sounds quite interesting, actually. I might watch that if it's going to be comedy as well. <laughs> that would be really yeah. good. But, so, yeah. they, but, but this... they can't do films, they can do TV, let's hope they can do comedy. Yeah, exactly. I just think this year, there seems to be a lot of shows that are going to be remakes or spin-offs of movies, Baji. So one of them is this... You know, this from this Jim, Jim Carrey film. I don't even say it, right? Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. It looks quite interesting, but... Just 
you know, what what do you think? Uh, I I just don't know. I genuinely just don't know. So Netflix I may contradict well. this slightly later on in respect to the programs that I'm looking forward to that are new. But films are held in a certain esteem, like a really good film. And I remember watching them in East Nicket way back when, mm. um, a series of unfortunate events, and thinking it was an extremely well-made story, even though it's kind of like pseudo-childish based in regards to um, its angling and where it was pitched. It was still a very, very good film with Jim Carrey in it. Programs sometimes don't go far the same way. You know, like you try and take a a great film like Rush Hour as an, a great example of this, and then we try and turn it into a TV program like the program Rush Hour. After the first season of Rush Hour on TV, I was like, hey, what the heck is this, man? Seriously, Archie, this is just rubbish. That's uh, hard to, me, to create, buddy. That's yeah. hard to create that chemistry. Exactly. Between... So That's what built that show, thinking, that TV, yeah, that movie. Exactly. It was built on chemistry. Yeah. So, and so, so I'm always wary of anyone who's trying to convert any kind of film into t- a television program. Limitless, but, Limitless. But, did you watch that? Yeah, I did, and it got canned yeah. after a season. Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to recreate, isn't it's, it? It is. And I actually found Limitless all right. <laughs> Too fair. I thought it was okay. It was. I watched way. about. I think I watched up to the halfway point of season one, and then it dust me. I was enjoying the initial of it because I love the movie, but mm. I, I, it then lost me. So. I get what you're saying with your point, which is kind of those two examples there. You know, uh, they they are hard yeah. to recreate. Lethal Weapon, another one. Yeah. But they, they try to do as a television program, and I, I haven't found that very interesting either. I just sometimes think, you know, Lee Films alone. America seems, or the US network seem to be running out of ideas for television almost. Mm. I always get this kind of feeling. You know, they all had this thing about the crime drama or the, the single camera action kind of crime drama post NYPD blue. And you always left thinking, you know what? You just haven't quite hit the mark with this, you know, and every, and then similarly with sitcoms, you know, they try and reboot sitcoms and that doesn't work for them. And then they try and do a spin off from the sitcom that doesn't work for them. Now it just seems to be, Oh, we'll do a spin off from the film. Yeah. That seems to be the latest trend. I just don't think it's going to work. I'm hoping to be proven wrong by one of them though. Let's let's talk um, train, training day with Bill Paxton yeah. because that's a b- big cast. That's the one. I mean, B- B- Bill Paxton has been in, has been around for a long, long time. You know, I I remember watching films like Apollo thirteen with him in there. I think he's in Aliens as well. Fargo. He's in he's massive in, one. Yeah, aliens. Do you know? He was, did you know he was in Aliens? Can you remember him? But not from Alien. No. Yeah, he's in Aliens. He's in there. Go and watch it. He's he's one of the guys. In there. That's that's what I mean. Predator two. He's in that too. There's there's loads of movies that Bill Paxton's in. He's in Twister as well. I remember quite a few of them. So um, yeah. So basically, that you were saying what what you're thinking that that might be a decent one. Yeah, I, I think the way of a training day has been pitched seems to be a decent one, um, and it's it won't be reliant. It's not really reliant on chemistry. It's reliant on how well the portrayal is done of a crooked cop versus a clean cop. So mm-hmm. that one definitely is one for me. I just hope they don't mess it up. You know, when you sit there and you think, guys, don't fuck this up. Just whatever you do, don't mess this up. You know, like, uh, the film was great. Denzel even got an Oscar for it. You, you can't go and ruin Training Day by putting it on TV and making it shit. So they go you from... do that. Yeah, don't do that, people. So you go from Training Day, a one-off great movie, to Taken, which there's had many spin-offs. I mean, sorry, many more sequels. Ruining it each time it goes after the first one. And they're making it into a um, a TV show. Of, or how he got his uh, skill set. You know? Why do that? You just, don't you just sit there and think, you know what, just leave it be, America. Just let it go. It's okay. His wife died. You know what? It's over. Taken three finished it. Trust me. Just stop. But they don't. They don't. All right. Luckily, Liam Neeson is not going to be ruined by this in regards to the fact that he's not in the program. But no, well, he's a younger version. How can he be in there? <laughs> mate, listen. If you can get Peter Cushing in Rogue One, you can do anything. Spoiler! Days. Spoiler! Spoiler! No. Okay. It's sorry. Fine. It's fine. Uh, basically, right. So we're going to move on from pe- things that are being remade from the movies. But what about shows? That were big in the night, well, early 2000s, let's say, and now they're remaking 24 Legacy. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So, <sighs> yes. 
I'm going to give it a go because I enjoyed 24. And you know what? I, I, one of the things why I enjoyed 24, I watched like seven or eight seasons in a row with my dad. Like, I think it was when I was out of work for three months when the little one was born, a year old actually, I was out of contract with for just three months because um, they let me go over Christmas. So it's tough. That, that, time, of, that, that time there's not, not many contracts lying around. The bastards. I know, it's very bad, isn't it? Like, just before yeah. Christmas, not, not Christmas, November, like, 1st of November, like, round there, end of October. So, so basically, it was just, it's just really good. It's just really good. So, uh, I, I have good memories of watching 24, and it hooked us. So, 24 Legacy, I don't know, I might just give it a go, you know? How many times can you be in the wrong place at the wrong time, kind of die-hard level-y kind of pseudo, let's track this over 24? Do you get what I mean? It's like, you know, when, when they're just rinsing a genre for rinsing a genre's sake somehow and hoping that it works and they've convinced a television network that, yeah, this will work. And the screenwriters have gone, yeah, this will work. And people have spent big money on it. And you're like going, it wasn't that a waste. There's nothing original. That's the thing with 24. They become, the originality just goes away completely. Like, look at Stranger Things. Stranger Things was a hit because it was so original in regards to the way that the television had been done for it. The Night Of as well. Make, yeah, these kind of things you just sit there and go come on guys you're very intelligent people you don't need to keep on going backwards oh of course Baji. i i totally agree with you it's so hard to you know um be original in it that's that's the innovative that's the trouble, you just want yeah, innovation right that's the trouble people are having you know so i i, I mean again talking about that star trek discovery is uh, another one coming out this year I'm really intrigued because I know your feelings on it. Go on. You, you, you tell me first. I'll, see, I'll speak last. My thoughts are very simple when it comes to Star Trek. Why bother? <laughs> Look, I, I think I've said this to you before as well. It was great when they did The Next Generation. Then you got Deep Space Nine. Then you got Voyager. Then you had the lady, I think it was, I think it was actually was, was Voyager, who used to play Frenchie in Greece way back when. And they gave her some strange things on her forehead. And... You're like going, look, you know what, just, just quit while you're ahead, guys. Just stop. You know, the films are great. The way that the films have been redone uh, are fantastic. And I think that was needed given the way that the last few films were for Star Trek prior to um, the Chris Klein era. So you're just left thinking, why do you need to do this now? Again, no imagination, right? No innovation. It's, it's just a reboot, a slight twist on it. And you're like going, well... Coke still tastes like Coke. You put ice in it, it waters it down. You add a bit of lemon, all right. But after that, it's still the same thing. No, Not uh, much uh, changes. Uh, uh, that's my feeling, sad. I think they've done really well with rebooting the, the movies. I'm really interested in a fresh look at Star Trek on TV. Because that's, that's where it made its name, right? Yep. So that's where it was first came from before it went into movies and stuff. I want to see it in its rightful place. I think I'd like to enjoy it. Again, I have really good fond memories of the next, next generation. That's when I got into Star Trek was when, uh, you know, uh, I got John, John Luke Star Trek on a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday evening. Jean-Luc Picard, <laughs> you know, Jean-Luc Picard days. Those were the days that I, I love watching, you know, the, and obviously he went on to make X-Men movies and shit like that, but I remember him more from Star Trek, you know? But I mean, I don't know if you've watched any of those. Next Generation. I did for a while. They were great. And you know why I love them? Because me and my sister enjoyed them. Now, my sister trying to get her to watch anything sci-fi was tough, but she loved it. She loved Next Generation every night at 10 p.m. Mum and Dad would actually go up and watch TV in their room. They'd actually say, you know what, you two? There's no TVs in your room. You want to watch this show? Fine. It's not nothing. It's nothing naughty. It's just a sci-fi that comes on in Sky One at ten. Go for it every night, Monday to Friday. That's See, this shows how old I am. I remember it at BBC Two at six o'clock. I think mean, I should. Yeah, kind of go yeah. Away now. It, was, it was on. It was on Sky, and we watched it back then. You know, my sister's older than you, I think, Baji. So yeah, so we watched it. We watched it back then, and it was just. It was just. It brings back great memories of watching TV uh, with, with the sister. Uh, I just sit there and think, guy, couldn't they just be? Original. This is the thing. Like, there's no originality anymore. I think I'm pained around the originality elements. Of yeah, I think you're being a bit. <laughs> Sorry. Harsh now. It's, 
it's it's not deliberate. I just sit there and I think, you know, they're paid lots of money. They've all got these like lovely degrees and MBAs and stuff like that, and they go and work for television networks. Surely, when they're thinking about what TV to come up with, I, I, I think about that room that they're in. Talking, you know, to, to, talking, tra- trashing. talking about originality, Prison Breaks Back this year. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I just teed you up beautifully. <laughs> do you know what? Lost will come back. Watch. How can Lost come back? The greatest Fuck show knows. can never come back. The greatest show, my ass. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lost fans. I got lost in Lost. That's how bad I, it is. I loved it. I loved it. And obviously the ending threw everybody off. But it was... Um, I really, really enjoyed Lost. I was one of my favourite shows. I just wanted to see where it kept me hooked into seeing like, what the fuck? Where's it going? What are they doing? Where they go? Oh, oh, come on! You know, it just was brilliant. So, yeah. I, I, but Prison Break, you can't recreate season one unless unless these guys have somehow sorted out a script. Yeah, I don't know how they would do that to match season one of Prison Break, which arguably, arguably, is the greatest season of TV. Right, first season of a of a show ever made for hooking someone and twists and turns. In fact, I will credit he- Hero Season 1 and Prison Break Season 1 for getting me into American TV shows, just hooking me in. And look what happened to Heroes. Yeah, obviously, but uh, Baji, we're talking about, you know, th- when they had, before the writer's strike out, happened, he, he, before he the writer's strike happened, yep. everything I, I was going was, really I thought, well. I thought Heroes was really, really good. Yeah. Similarly with Prison Break. And then you look at things that they go back and revisit and then ruin. Dallas, ruined. Fantastically ruined, actually. By them. Are you just there thinking, just leave it be? However, however, not to be on a complete downer on things that they leave it be, there is, I suppose, a fresh era of something that I know that me and you both really like. Go on then. Legion. Ooh, Legion. Mate. I, I am. We just talked about this. an X Men link, then, didn't we? Indeed. Well, mate, uh, if Legion, <laughs> the, <laughs> Jesus, that looks good, doesn't it? I just, it does. I look at that. I, I just, it's not long to go. Oh, this time next month, that's out. Yeah, no, all, some of this, what I'm surprised by is that a lot of this stuff is coming around the same time as the Super Bowl. St- so normally before the Super Bowl weekend, they don't really have a lot of things happening, right? Yeah. But they've got a training day starting around then. That powerless comedy I mentioned is then. And straight after the Super Bowl, Legion, 8th of Feb. Superb. And, and you know okay. what? The, the, I mean, obviously, what's the thing that attracts you to Legion, Baji? What is it? What is the story? What is the thing? What's it, what are they basing it on that people will want to know that are listening? The X-Men. So this is going to be based around potentially the most powerful mutant born ever and it is professor x's son i'm i'm stunned that professor x had a son that yeah. was the first bit that got me i was like going okay but i said like well yeah you're, you're, you're <laughs> a bit like, cheeky like, aren't you yeah Come on. i was like okay what are you playing that <laughs> son I, I mean, you went there i didn't i don't know how this happened but okay <laughs> but but leaving that aside just the whole aspect of the x-men on tv and again, I got, I said, I did say earlier, I would, I would contradict myself, but at least they haven't gone with trying to get somebody who was well and truly buried in the X-Men movies to yeah, be part of a television yeah, program. Yeah. Yeah. They had, this is again, good. innovation in respect to the angle that they're taking rather than a straight reboot. Exactly. And that's what you loved about it, don't you? So. Yeah. And it's the is... person who brought Fargo to TV. If you've ever watched any of the Fargo television programs, they're great. Yeah. So, so this is loosely based on the character. You know, Haller is the son of Professor X. So this is going to be pretty damn good because, you know what, Marvel don't do bullshit stuff. And I'm surprised, you know, it's not on Netflix, you know. I'm surprised that that Fox have picked it up. Uh, Well, not picked it up, but won the rights or whatever. Maybe they kicked it off that they wanted to go for it. But I see that there are some shows going other places and not just Netflix now. So it looks like Netflix... But X-Men has always been kind of like that, right? So if you look at Marvel and X-Men... Maybe they have the rights to, 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 to X-Men. Maybe that is the case. I don't know who got the TV rights. Sorry, the, 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 the movie rights. I don't know which um, 
which studios got it. So, yeah, I mean, moving move, moving from Legion, Baji, it, it comes into what we're looking forward to most this year on Netflix. I, <laughs> the the, the marvellous period. The marvellous period. There is fucking shitloads coming this year on Marvel stuff. I mean, I mean, oh my God. There's Iron Fist, which isn't even that far away, is it? Two and a bit months. It's not. So mid-March. Yeah, mid-March, like... And more Rosario Dawson. Yay. Yay, she's awesome. She's just in she everything, is. isn't she? She's brilliant. Kick-ass. She's a brilliant glue that binds. She's just like, she just ties everything so nicely together. But Finn Jones yeah. is in this, who, who's in great... <laughs> who's Tyrell in, in Game of Thrones. I didn't even mention I'm looking forward to Game of Thrones, by the way, coming back. Yeah. I love that bastard show. Bastard sunshine. I'm prepared for all the bastard hatred show. I don't got. I not got. You do, I've said you, this before. You, I do not got. You're weird. Sorry, folks. Sorry, it just hasn't happened weird. for me. Body, you're just but, weird. It's but just this, beautiful. but this, this yes. excites me yeah. because Daredevil, I loved and enjoyed. Luke Cage, I loved and enjoyed. Jessica Jones, I loved and enjoyed. Daredevil season two, I loved and enjoyed. And the Iron Fist element was introduced slightly in um, Luke Cage, where there's the martial arts school flyer on one of the posts or something so I'm like nailed to a post somewhere and people can rip the telephone numbers off it to go and call some stuff like that so just that alone just little seeds that they put in and the way they do things and again dc sorry um marvel on netflix hasn't been shit to date it's, they've no. always been super enticing so that just means march the 17th when liverpool are rampaging hopefully towards something and we're in the middle of the fa cup as well at that point in time Yep, and hopefully I'm uh, not going to have much sleep, am I? Really? And, and hopefully a, a, a cup already in the bag. Uh, Indeed. Yeah, that, that, there will be no sleep. No, this will be superb, and we will be. Um, unfortunately, the AI comic pub, pod pub. <laughs> they won't love me for that. The AI comic pod gets um, first rights on reviewing. They, they have exclusivity. They do. They do. And I did speak to uh, and fairly so too. Yeah, of course, it's their and pod. Fairly and so I too. spoke to Rory first before we could speak about um, previewing this type of stuff. So yeah, the, he was absolutely happy with that. So we don't um, step and, on anyone's and talk, toes. And, and talking of, fu- of fists and fights, the good fight. So if anybody's a good wife fan, that's coming back. So the spin-off from The Good Wife called The Good Fight. So I know that you've not really got into The Good Wife because it's seven seasons that you need to go and catch up on gags, no, give or I take. I don't have time. But Baji, you yeah. kind of segued away from the big one. before Because if you're looking for a good fight, the defenders will fight. <laughs> That's also coming this year on Netflix. The Defenders, yes, it's this. And, and, that, and that is the Nirvana, right? That is basically and, and Avengers, well. Avengers on TV. You know, that is going to be fucking unbelievable. And there's no wonder there's no Daredevil this year because he's going to be in that. You know? It's, it's, you know what? It's, it's, intri- it's understandable why some of the big ones from last season, last year, aren't being done this year because there's no time. Well, where would you see the, Where would you fit them in? So, so with the defenders, you've got Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil all together. Imagine the, the content in that show. Just imagine. And foe is going to be played by Sigourney Weaver. That's fucking unbelievable, you know? Sigourney Weaver. And it's, you know, it's only eight-part series, but just imagine those eight episodes, how much content there will be in there. Like, how many people are are just going to be amazing to watch? Eight hours of joy in Defenders, honestly. And I know some of you are probably thinking, why are you still talking comics? But it's just what gets us going, this... And, and and by the way, we've not even talked about the Punisher, which is coming this year too. I think that's just going to finish me for this yeah, year. John, John Bernthal is unbelievable. Life, child, I love him, wife. dude. I love him in this show. I love him in Daredevil too. He was, I have to say, the best thing about Daredevil yeah. too. The scene in the jail, I still remember it, even though. Daredevil has some amazing, immense fight scenes on stairs, whatever, you know, corridors, the works, they're amazing. But that in the jail where he just beats the fuck out of everyone was superb. Superb. He's just so indestructible almost, the Punisher. Just brilliant. It's weird. He's just a human guy who's just been wronged, massively wronged, and just his head turns. And where, and this is what I like about 
the Marvel comic interpretations on television because I'm not a comic person, but I so enjoy the way things have been interpreted and the way that they manage to convey stuff where you have Daredevil and he has a heart. He he has a bit where he just stops. So it's a bit like the, when the Arrow learned to have compassion. Daredevil's always had that in him where he just has that bit where he has to stop. The Punisher goes past that. And, then, and people have that psyche. People have that psyche, you know, like whereby if you're angry about something, yeah, you, you don't know where to rein yourself in. You, you you would lose control, and the Punisher goes there and goes there some more. I absolutely love that. Yeah, there's, there's, it makes up for the really shitty Dolph Lundgren film. Mate, it makes up for every shit that the Punisher's done. <laughs> they have th- this has done the rights of all those wrongs. I'm not joking. They've turned everything around. They've Marvel are just on a. They're just flying. They're just flying at this minute, you know, doing really well. And I think this is something to really look forward to. And that that really is, I think, everything that I'm looking forward to, Baji, this year. Unless there's more yep. from you. I mean, God's, God's the big one. For me, you know, I've waited, I've watched, what, five, six, how many seasons have got it's been? And and uh, every year you, you there's a journey, there's something you're waiting for. You're waiting for Jon Snow's journey. You're waiting for, you know... Daenerys's journey and hopefully this season they get to meet on screen finally because that would be absolutely fantastic but I don't know whether they will maybe not but but Winter's here finally for Game of Thrones so uh, I think it's June now they've pushed it back to June because there's plenty to watch until June as we just talked about (laughs) so much coming back Um, but yeah that's that's going to be one of the TV moments some of the the last the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones in 2016 was probably one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. I've ever seen. It was phenomenally shot and directed and acted. Everything in there was just got you going. You know, the heart was pounding you. You are invested in watching a TV show. Game of Thrones is... It's going to be sad when that ends. Very sad, but maybe more of an excuse to go and watch it again at that point. But Baji, what are you watching right now? Or what have you been um, watching before we finish? Right now, I'm, yeah. I'm simply picking up from things that have carried on. So the likes of the Goldbergs, Modern yeah. Family. I need to watch Goldbergs. Um, it's funny. Fresh so. Off the Boat. Yeah, I need to watch Got, that too. Yeah, they're just the, the normal everyday kind of comedies that tick, help me tick over, I suppose. Mm. And okay. I'm just looking forward to the new thing starting. And there were things returning in January because that's the problem with going from the fall season into this season is that there's that lull over Christmas and then old things pick back up again and other things continue. And it's just, I I used to remember a time when I used to watch TV and there used to be a lull and it's be like, Oh my God, how am I going to fill my time? Obviously nowadays I'm super busy. So I, I, I can fill my time plenty, but there's so much to watch now. I've got like a list. I've got to still finish Narcos. I'm only on season episode two. I need to go back and finish season two of Narcos because I want to cover it with you. And like we got Narcos I've to not cover. Done Narcos, man. No, I know. I need to go back, but you need to find time to go back and do Narcos. I, 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 I loved a show called The Strain, which is a horror. I've got. I've just downloaded ten episodes of that that I really want to get through because I was waiting for it, waiting for it. You know, the renewal came, but it wasn't coming out. And now I found out it finished in November. I'm like, what? I didn't even know it was out. So I need to go watch 10 episodes of that. I've got like um, Lucifer. There's, there's, there's two comedies, I think, that are also coming back. One is Veep. And I'm not sure. They, I don't think you watch it, but I like to really enjoy Julie Lewis-Dreyfus in that. So that's coming back as well as uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, I haven't seen any of them. I need to watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Oh, man, you need to you need to finish. Yeah, you need to catch up on Brooklyn. Nine-Nine. Yeah, because we could cover that really quick. Because I mean, funny. you know what? You'd like Silicon Valley. Really, we, we deal we deal with Silicon Valley type people every single day. Well, I do anyway, from the development community side of things, and people who try to think that they're innovative and can do something, but then don't really do it very well. Uh, <laughs> but you'd like Silicon Valley, I think. Okay, I might you know I might give it a go, buddy. I might just give it yeah, a go. You should be able to get the back episode. I think season one, two, and three on sky okay I'll, i can have a look at that but um shows that i watched uh, i think we talked about last time anyway gomorrah and stuff like that you need to go check those out uh Baji, did you watch that man listen between you the last time we spoke in regards to on the box 
there's been football matches going on plenty. <laughs> yeah, you, you traveling around the, the country. Ev, <laughs> me traveling around the country. <laughs> the Ev happened. I then got sick over Christmas. They managed to recover in time for Man City, and then obviously there was Sunderland and stuff like that. So matches have got in the way. I think January will also be quite tight fixture wise for me. So it's fitting in where I'm going to find find the time to fit in these new shows because obviously when suits and all that kind of starts, hopefully we'd have knocked out Southampton by then, um, and we're on our way to another final, another trip to Wembley. Beckham. Yeah, so we, I mean we we spoke we spoke in November, Baji. So exactly two months ago. Yeah. Uh, November the fourth, it was uh, just before yeah. that actually when the pod was released. So yeah, it's been two months since we kicked off my hosting gig on this. Uh, I've obviously taken it over since then. So I'm sure you'll be back. Um, with with more, but we'll try and focus on a show next time. So we'll pick one. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, Badge. I, I really did enjoy it. Is there um, anything because, else you want to so, bring up? Any show? Yeah, anything that people are doing now on AI, because lots has happened okay. since Christmas to now, even with the launch of AI TV, which I think is fantastic. So congratulations to yourself and Nina Kausa, which is kind of AI, but on the box version of AI. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a lovely link there for you. <laughs> on the box, she's on the box. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, make sure you check out the last two episodes of On the Box. This is my baby now. This is what I want to really push and make big and really get going. And in, in the in 2017, this is the one that I'm gonna try and focus on. On top of all the Liverpool stuff, obviously. So um, go and check out Stranger Things. It was fantastic. I loved the night of Nina and uh, Rory were magnificent in that as well. Uh, there's. There's uh, next week, next week, we're planning to cover the OA that's on Netflix right now. Uh, So that has really fucked my head up. And there will be new voices on that one, along with Joseph Connors, who's joining me back for the OA for covering that one. But there's two new voices, so you can wait till next week. But they've been talking to me about the show and uh, the, the, the stuff that comes out. After watching that show, in terms of when it ends, just endless discussions. So basically, half of that episode would just be talking about the finale and what it means or what happened. Because the conversation is just mind-numbing, like as in, what the fuck was that? So yeah, look for, I, I look forward to doing that show. It'll be something totally different where we actually talk about the show for half of it. And then the other half is just going to be talking about what the hell just happened so yeah you'll enjoy that um like Baji said make sure you check out ai tv there's also the magnificent um ai audible make sure you check that out on twitter they are at anfield index tv at ai audible uh big big kudos to nina for doing anfield index tv and then also mr trevor downey who's working his ass off on ai audible make sure you check them out they're doing both doing really well since they launched there's so many pods Everywhere, there's going to be a gaming pod coming up uh, from, I think it's uh, Guy Drinkle, obviously. And I think he's got Marco on, the Mass Effect of Star Wars. So, yeah, talking about Star Wars and uh, the Mass Effect tr- trilogy as well. So, they, that'll be out over the next... Uh, that's already out, actually, before you're listening to this. So, I'm go and check that out. And uh, so much more. So much more coming. Big week of cup games for Liverpool. Baji, you going to any of them? Yep, I'll be there. I said I'll be there for Plymouth at, uh, on a Sunday at Anfield, and then I'll be at the away for Southampton as well. The the traveller as usual. And when you go on United, <laughs> and going to United, and we'll talk about that on Desi. But I'll see you on Desi, Baji, in a week or so's oh, time. And I'll hopefully see you on Sunday. Oh yes, I'll see you Sunday as well. You know what I mean. But everybody else, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. This was on the box. Make sure you follow. At On The Box Podcast. We will be back next week with the OA. Chat to you then. everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb 
Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 